Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. This is Coffee Break on a Wednesday morning. Troy is still out of the office. He should be back with us here tomorrow on Montana's Morning News, hopefully. But today we have Judy Allen, COO with the Helena Family YMCA in the studios with us this morning. I'm glad to have you here because I've had nothing but trouble with phones this week. I'm going to ask you to move to that microphone because I just remembered that microphone number three <laughs> was taken away from me because usually Troy is in the other room. Ah, gotcha. So we can't hear you very well. How's this? Is this that better? much better. Okay. <laughs> I should have checked that out before you got here. But yeah, anyway, glad to have you in the studio here today. And um, I guess we can look back in 2020. It was difficult for everybody, but you, know, you being in the service business like that where you got groups of people in there huffing and puffing and getting getting exercise. It was a particular challenge when things changed in March. Yes, it did. And on top of all that, we also lost our CEO, CEO sorry. So I've, I took the interim role, but just recently we filled the CEO role with um, some help from the Butte YMCA. They've agreed to share their CEO, Philip Borup, with us for um, for a while, for a couple years or so until we get our footing. And, um, he's a wonderful man and has been through a struggling why and, um, has been given us some ideas on ways we can improve and things that I didn't realize and recognize what we needed to do, but also he's learning some things from us and taking it back to Butte. So it's so far, it's a really great partnership and we're lucky to have Philip. Yeah, in 2020, as we said, challenging year, but you guys adapted pretty quickly. And I mean, I was looking at your website. That's that's relatively new. I know that happened over the last year. And you went to things like on-demand exercising and everything. We did. We did. And we're still going to offer that. Um, we still do offer it, but we're looking at even increasing more things as the weather's forcing um, some of the classes that we could take the people outside or where they felt a little comfortable, especially for our senior group. So a lot of them haven't felt completely comfortable, at the, but they need the exercise, so they're in the same boat. But we went to virtual exercising for like our silver sneakers class, and now we're going to see if there's more that we can do to keep offering that. Um, one of the biggest things we did in 2020 when we look back on is we got back to our roots in um, childcare, and we um, we had to completely reinvent the way that we ever did um, summer camp. And the school of the Helena Public School District gave us Lincoln School to use for the summer, and we got a little bit of a late start because, again, like I said, we'd always done it with big groups of kids, <laughs> and we had, you know, we were always taking them places and to the outdoor pool to the, you know, we just had a lot of things, and we had to completely change that to go into groups of no more than ten kids and a instructor and they couldn't cross they couldn't co-mingle so even the hallway we treated it like hot lava lava our daycare workers all wear radios and they communicate with one another when they're going to be in some place that another group can't then they clean right after they leave that area and that success at Lincoln what little bit did we know we had some of the health department kids in 
in our summer camp. And the city and county, they were looking for um, a way that they could provide daycare for. They had essential workers. They had people that needed to come to work. And they also wanted to help out with the cost because nobody put that in their budget. So we get a call one day from... um, from a lady that I didn't even know said, could you meet, could your, you and your daycare team meet with us? We'd like to talk to you. And none of us knew what we were, uh, we were going to hear. And they said, we'd really like you to offer, we need you to run a daycare for us, for our employees. And I said, we would really love to do that. Cause at that point we didn't know what we were going to be going into. And then I said, but we got one problem our current building isn't set up to pass all the COVID restrictions and have people in there exercising too. We have limited restrooms. I'm sure you've been in our building. The hallways are super narrow. There's only, you know, you have to manage traffic flow in the COVID situation. So you don't want people going up and down the stairs at the same time. And Mm -hmm. that building wasn't designed for a pandemic and daycare. And, and they said, but well, we got a building for you. So they generously allowed us to use the big, huge exhibition hall at the fairgrounds, and it has state-of-the-art ventilation system. So everything goes up and out. And so then they said, whatever spaces you don't fill, we will allow you to fill them with the people in the community. So that took a little while to grow, but we um, adapted super quickly with the school district. Like, how do we help these kids with their on the three days a week that they're not in school, still do their school work so that mom and dad don't have to come um, home at 5 p.m. and then start school work. Or mom and dad have to quit their job, one of them, so that they can just teach school at home. And And the school district worked with us, and we learned how to use Clever and how to use the, the software that they needed. And We got the schedules for the kids on what meetings they had to attend. And... I mean, my team did a great, great job. We started having students who were struggling so bad that the counselors at some of the elementary schools recommended that they come into our program, and their grades went from Ds and Fs to As and Bs and a C. There's countless stories where we've had parents cry in elation because of the things we were able to do. Yeah, it was that, and that all happened at the fairgrounds. You got a big grant to help you with that, and yes, and then we went to five dollar a day childcare, which this is the bad part of my job. Last time I got to announce refunds that we sent back everybody's money that paid over the summer and the fall. We got to drop the rate to five dollars. Now today's the very last day of that grant, and you know, typical government, you know, they they think they're. I mean, they put that stuff together so quickly, but. And gave us, you know, a lot of restrictions, and many of them were really great. But I have to send, I can't take what money I have left and be able to still use it to help families fund their daycare. I have to cut the check back to the government. And so now moms and dads have to pay. And we kept it as low as we can, but it's still, I look at it, and I remember having two small kids and a single mom. And I look at that, and I... I cringe. So the city and the, if you're a city or county employee or one of their affiliates like Rocky Mountain Development Council, those people, they've negotiated with us that they'll kick in 50% of the cost. So we only charge their employees half the amount. 
So if there's other employers out there that, you know, if you had a pretty good year, I know even though um, the COVID hit us, there's some businesses that have done well. Oh, yeah. If if you're able to help your employees and they've and they've got daycare costs, call me, hit me up, and let's talk about what kind of a like are you able to pay part of your employer employees daycare costs? Because let me give you an example. I've got the prices here. I don't know if you have to take a break yet. And no, just... we got time. Okay, so keep in mind with the system on a three day week, and this is. I have a couple of teachers on my staff too, so we do. I, we provide a really high level of care, and we're working on reading games. We do a lot of. We put a lot of things into this, so it's not just coming and we play with your kids all day. We're, you know, we they're getting a great program. So, but we have costs with that. So, for the record, for uh, it's a hundred and twenty dollars for a three day week. And it's four sixty if you want to pay for it for the month for a three day week, and that means like if you're going to school Monday, Tuesday, or you're coming to us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or you're coming to us Wednesday, Thursday, Friday because you're in school the other two days. We also have a little break for members, or if they have multi siblings, this one's new. We, I mean, we looked at that and we've got some families that have two or more kids with us. We could, we dropped it down to four hundred a month per child per sibling, but we do have a few kids that are enrolled in a five day week, for whatever reason they're not going. They either live outside the Helena school district or they weren't comfortable going back to school just two days a week. They might be in a high risk group or mm-hmm. something. So for those people, it's two ten a week, eight hundred a month, seven twenty five for um, a member who has a Y a family membership, and then it's seven fifty a month per child for this multi sibling. If you have more than one kid in the program and that's a lot and you look at that and let's say you have the two kids and you've decided to sign on for the monthly rate with your that's eight hundred dollars and i mean that's more than rent for people at some places yeah, it is. so and and you know like i said we've done everything we could we gave them two and a half three months of five dollars a day and we refunded the money that they spent for summer and we we've done that but you know most of our families even a family of 60 that makes like sixty thousand a year if they have two kids that's still a lot of money that is a lot of money but being a grandparent and having to be a teacher once in a while yes (laughs) i'm saying it's probably worth it because oh I think a lot of people got a whole new appreciation for teachers. Oh, I think so, too. I think teachers put every single thing on the list when we go back to school full time. And everybody has gotten a better appreciation for teachers and what they go through. And and the great thing about that space over there at the uh, at the fairgrounds is you guys have. Plenty of room to keep kids separated. Yes. Now, how do you do this? Do you do it in pods and you we keep do. kids separate? We keep them cohorted. We even keep the siblings together so that um, we try to keep them in schools. But like if a sibling's in middle school or something, then we'll still keep them in their pods. In their pods. Um, we've. It sounds kind of cheesy, but it's not. They've done an amazing job. We've got a um, draping. They call it pipe and draping system. We've got this huge space for the kids. I'm using my hands to describe how big <laughs> this is, but they um, 
that building is 35,000 square feet, if I remember right, in the space that we're using. We've got um, all set up by school, and then we, we've got no more than 10. One time we had to go to 11 because of a sibling situation, but the health department gave us a little bit of flexibility. I am really proud to say that, and I don't know, this looks like fake wood to me, but <laughs> um, we have not had COVID arrive at our daycare once. Um We've had a staff member before they even came into work um, we, that um, their their spouse tested positive, so they stayed home. But we have not had COVID. Even at our Y building, we haven't um, had to close down for that yet. And I'm hoping we can get through this. So what I guess I'm trying to say is I'm really proud of my team for the all the amazing steps that they take in cleaning the I mean, we have like this Ghostbuster thing that's a looks like <laughs> fogging, but we take our cleaning incredibly seriously. We keep the kids together. Our tracing system works. What we have an electronic like login on every kid's on every counselor's smartphone. So when the parents pick them up, or drop them off at the door, they don't get to come in. We don't take outsiders coming into our building. That we take the kids' temperature and we ask a few questions and go through the whole thing. Now, as you look forward in this program, is there a possibility of getting some more funding to help out families? Is that something you're exploring? That's right what now? we're hoping. Um, we're in the middle of um, solving our licensing problem because it, then that'll allow us to tap into some additional funds. So the fire. Um, I think it's the fire chief. He's been working with the people at the fairgrounds, the facilities people. I think Kevin comes on your show. Yeah, um, We're trying to figure out a solution so that we can jump over one last hurdle to get our license. And then that taps, that, that connects us with some additional um, funding sources. We also know that they just recently passed the stimulus. I don't know if President Trump signed yet. I'm hoping with the new governor, I mean, child care is nonpartisan. Every, it affects both what both sides of the aisle, and oh, having yeah. people be able to come to work because of their kids taken care of. So, our hope is that um, he will see the need to to keep. Um, when we do get more stimulus money in the state, he'll do what Governor Bullock did and allocate a lot of it to go to school age children because we really. We really need it, and and, and it, it's what keeps the economy going. If people can go to work and show, and restaurants can be open mm -hmm. or um, stores, you know. And the kids, I mean, when they're going to school twice a week and home three, there are a lot of them just are not staying focused. Yes, on what they're doing. It's easy to just go. Oh, I'll do that later. I know. And I know that a lot of people think that if they were just going to school five days a week, this wouldn't be necessary. And, um, you know, I read this morning that Colorado already is their first state that has the UK strain that hit mm -hmm. their shores or their doors, not shores. But so I'm sure it was a really tough call for um, Dr. Reem to make the decision he did, but it seems to me that it's working right now as we're trying to get through the numbers. And I believe he wants to get the kids back to school five days a week as soon as he's able to do so safely. And so, but in the meantime, we are here. Um, I, we could use, we we're willing to work with other businesses that want to help maybe cover some of the costs for their employees. Maybe they can't pick up 50%, but if they could, 
um, do 30% or something to give their, I'm just saying that there's a lot of families who are going to need a little help because the $5 a day is going away. Yeah. We, we do have some financial assistance, so it's not all bleak where we can offer some of the most needy families a, a scholarship to help cover. All right. So there are ways to get a hand there at that Y daycare. We'll be talking more about that and maybe taking a look into 2021. Hopefully it looks a whole lot different. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. And we are back here at Coffee Break on a Wednesday morning. We're talking with Judy Allen, the COO of the Helena Family YMCA. We were talking about their daycare program and how that all went this past year. And I know over this past year as well, you guys did a bunch of renovation and in your equipment and that kind of thing too. I mean, David did a lot of things in his short time here. He barely got the new off of his title and he and he left us. But. Yep, that's true. We still have all the new equipment. We've managed to get it all spaced, socially distant from one another. Um, so we're actually, I mean, there are people that come in and work out. We've had to change maybe some things, not from being in the fitness studio, but moving them um, to the gym to give people a little more room um, to work out. So we we are finding people that come and work out. We've had to make some changes in our locker rooms. And I'm really proud of the fact we have all three high school swim teams actually practicing at the Y pool. And um, so East Helena is practicing. And then we have Capitol High and Helena High. We've been able to um, get the master's swim time on, on our calendar and they're coming in. And so far, um, we haven't had any COVID problems. I'm not really worried about the COVID getting it in the pool. It's the fact that our building's kind of old. We've our locker rooms are small, so yeah. we've figured out a way to manage that. So if you're and we've added some lap swim hours on. So if people want to hit the pool, I don't have um, swimming lessons yet at this point because we're not able to do that safely yet and get the families in and out of there. But, um, yeah, so swimming, that's the side of the building. We're, we're doing good. Um, the high school swim team, they're going to be doing something a little interesting. They're going to have virtual meets. So <laughs> that does sound interesting. It does. And not only that, um, we've always been told our pool is not regulation. It's too short is what we were told. But during the break, um, in March, we did a lot of, like you said, painting and renovation while our pool was dry. So we completely painted the pool, but we also discovered a crack. And when we filled the crack, this only explanation we have somehow or another, 
Um, Jason Fowler's our facilities director, and he's also our pool whisperer. He managed to grow the pool. Now it's two inches long. So the meets that they're having, they will actually swim in our pool and then turn in times. And I'm not really too sure how this is all going to work, but they can actually do the competing from our pool against the other members in the state so it is going to be it's different for everybody in sports and as we talk about that i know that uh, the y has a number of youth sports programs and of course you guys have to do it differently but you're not stopping those you've you've still got those planned well if we unfortunately we don't hear the the sounds of basketballs in our gym right now and that really is the pits because as a sports fan and a sports mom and and a I mean, I love basketball, and we just aren't able to offer that right now in a way that we feel we can do safely and stuff. So we're still having to hold out. Um, We hope that the spring activities, we'll see what it looks like. Hopefully we'll be able to bring back spring soccer. There's been enough ways to do it safely in the fall that we've witnessed and stuff. We just didn't have people... we have to have a high number to be able to pull it off with covering costs and stuff. And people weren't there yet when we put out a survey. So hopefully by spring with vaccines on the the front and enough people getting it, et cetera, you know, I'm, I'm planning a full, a full gamut of sports because this has been difficult. <laughs> what is going on over the Y right now in the way of uh, those kind of programming I'm unfortunately, we don't have it. You know, we just don't. We're not running the, the the youth sports right now, and and it sucks. Yeah. I, I over Christmas break, people always want to come in and practice basketball. I, the young, you know. Uh, freshmen in high school oh, yeah. that are yeah. trying to get I mean I can remember dropping my son off to to go play and I've ha- and they could buy a day pass and we're only open now for members and so I've had to turn away a few kids with their basketballs and explain I'm sorry <laughs> the gym's not open to that so I I long for the day that we're going to do that and I really do believe that we will be able to get spring sports and then by fall we'll be back where we need to be but it's really been on a pause all right now as you look forward to 2021 you said you're hoping by fall but uh, as, as you take a look at the progress you made over 2020 what do you think the why did right and what do you think the why did wrong well um for right I, I feel like we got back to our roots and we've really figured out on the daycare i feel like even going forward out of the two-day school week we'll be able to um still offer programs after school and um i, I believe we can still have a presence with our daycare I, I, um it, it's going to look different we know that but um I see the the help that I that we provide and and I believe that we've developed some partnerships with the school district with um the city and county lots of we've started to get back to being a, a force in the community mm-hmm. and not an afterthought. People are starting to think about us as and what we did wrong um I think I I think it would go back that that we didn't, you know, we didn't plan for a pandemic. Nobody, well, nobody does. I, I, but we didn't, 
you know, the building wasn't really designed in, and so we have done a few things that will help us. And we punched another hole in the wall for the pool. And, um, I don't know, you know, what did we do wrong? That's a, that's a, that's a question I'll probably mull over all day long, you know? Oh, sad. Now I feel bad. But as you look forward to this too, you were telling, you said, you mentioned that it's for members only. So are you limiting membership or you you just letting anybody sign up and then you got to limit how many people come in? We've, we have to limit the capacity. And so far we haven't had to tell anybody, no, you can't come in. We're at capacity we have some really loyal members that have stuck with us through thick and thin and that we can't we can't say enough how much we appreciate them and they've put up with you know us having to move things around we use sign up genius and we now have people booking their lap swim time and stuff and you know what there's a few things i think that aren't a bad idea to keep in mind for the going forward um there's a few things that i'd like to keep after covid and um sign some of the electronic things we got a lot more electronic this year and that there's you know signing up and letting people know so maybe you're a swimmer who doesn't want to go to the go take lap swim and there's going to be you know at at this point we don't do this we only have eight people allowed in the pool at a time but say we could go back up to capacity where it's more than two people per lane but you look at the schedule and you see a lot of people signed up and you say nope that's not when I want to swim laps I'd prefer to go when there's less people in the pool and stuff so I'd like to make sure that we keep some of those things around we've really become creative and inventive and um we um the virtual classes, I think there's still a place for them. There's people that could can really still benefit from maybe they can't make it in for whatever reason, but they wanted to work out and they want to do it in their home. And I'd still like to offer that to them because it doesn't co- cost us any more at this point because we have the equipment needed to do it. And so... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, electronically, you guys really stepped it up. I saw that on your website. I mean, you got fitness schedules on there. You got reserve a spot. Is that just for swimming, or you got no, some other things? No, we do in it. We do it with um, Mo um, Mo Drimville. She is a, f- a very favored Pilates instructor in town, and um, her class used to just be packed with people, and it still is. They ha- they still want to come in. We've had to move her to the gym, but we also have to do a sign-up, and the reason being is if one of the people tests positive for COVID, that is also our, tra- our tracing system. So if, say, somebody exhibit symptoms and they find out later than you know they want you to go back so many days before we have that system and we can say hey these people were in class that day we should notify them and let them know that there there was a member among them that ultimately had covid system uh, symptoms so far it's it, it's been working out perfectly so all right, so we're unfortunately out of time now oh. but i guess the best way to find out about this is go where i went Go to your website, HelenaYMCA.org. It is super easy to navigate, and you get all the information you need. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank I you really for appreciate coming it. this morning. KCAP News Time. It's 9 o'clock. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.